Hey, hey guys, what's up? My name is Mary Elizabeth, and you are listening to the But Why Not podcast. Hey, hey guys, what's up? It's Mary Elizabeth, and I am super excited to be coming to you today with episode 7 of the But Why Not podcast. Don't fear change. You may lose something good, but you may also gain something great. Unknown. In today's episode, you're going to hear from a friend of mine who asked herself the question, but why not, and how she has completely changed the trajectory of her and her family's life by just asking herself those three simple words, and her story is so powerful, so let's get on with it. I want to introduce you to my friend Holly Haynes. Holly helps female entrepreneurs create simple, scalable offers and systems to grow at multiple six figures. An industry expert and featured Thrive and Entrepreneur.com author with a 20-year business consulting background with Fortune 500 companies, Holly runs her strategic coaching business, the Crush the Rush Planner Company, and hosts the Top 100 Crush the Rush podcast while raising her twin daughters with her husband in Columbus, Ohio. I want to thank you so much for um, saying yes to being an interview on the podcast. I um, like I said, this is my first one and it makes me so excited because I love hearing the perspective about how others ask themselves or even got to the point to ask themselves the question, but why not? And then how you were able to take action on that. And then, you know, maybe what some of your wins and your struggles were and how you overcame them. And then, you know, um, how you went from there. So if you want to go ahead and give us a little bit of your background and like how you got to the point of like asking yourself the question, but why not? We'd love to hear it. Yeah, so my name is Holly Haynes. Uh, I am in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I recently left my corporate job after 22 years. So I would say I got a little bit of a later start in entrepreneurship, but I'm really happy that I did. Uh, My previous uh, career was all in business strategy. So I'm sort of the unicorn that actually has a business background when I started a business. And so that's what I teach. I teach women how to build a very um, impactful business on a super part-time schedule. So I focus on systems and routines and structure and ways where you are running a business in a way that feels very in alignment to the life um, that you want to live. And I did this. So in January of 2020, I decided Uh, that the corporate world was maybe not what I expected after getting all the things that I thought that I needed, including like the master's degree, the office, the team, all that. And I was like, you know what, this is not, this is not what I expected. Um, And so I gave myself a one-year challenge to find something else. Uh, And I actually did things a little bit backwards. I hired a coach first and I did everything she told me to do. I was like, tell me what the, what, what the rule is. And that's actually what I teach. I'm such a huge believer in finding someone that you can relate to that is one or two steps ahead of you uh, because you're not, you don't have to do business by yourself. And so I started a podcast first, which is why I'm so passionate about helping other podcasters um, built a community first, and then eventually built um, a product suite that helped me retire uh, myself and my husband in about two years. So it's been quite the journey here the last couple of months and years. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations. It's funny. It really is funny how similar our stories are because I was the same way. I started, uh, like didn't expect to leave. And then I left corporate, um, like the corporate world. And then all of a sudden I was like, Oh, I have no idea. I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do this. 
<laughs> I was like, I need to, I need some education. And so that's where the whole, like finding a coach that resonates with you. And so that's, that's awesome. How did you get to the point, right? When you were like, okay, what made yourself at, or what made you ask yourself like, but why not? And then how did you take those first few action steps within that one year challenge to get to, um, initially being able to re- like, or at least hope to retire yourself and your husband? Yeah, I mean, that honestly wasn't the goal because I didn't think that I could do it. So that was step number one is I just knew that I needed something that was for myself, um, which sounds super weird as I say it out loud. But like my twins were at the time in kindergarten, Uh, the pandemic had not started yet. So I didn't even know that was coming, but I was just really burnt out. And I just felt like our whole life was just this like hamster wheel where it was like, okay, you get up, you go to activities you work all day you're tired and I was like I can't do this for another like 10 years like this is not what I signed up for um and I think that goes against the grain of like what we're taught and I think what a lot of people do and so I sort of just made this mental decision that like I have to figure out how to do something that's going to bring me just like a little bit more joy in my life um and for me that was through different things that I had done in my corporate career was really um mentoring other women. And so I sort of just was like, you know what, I really think like given my background and what I like doing, uh, I'm just going to try this. And again, it's like, well, why not? Like I, in my scenario, I had a corporate job. I I don't want to say I didn't need the money because everyone loves to make extra money on the side, but like it wasn't that the money wasn't driving me. It was the lifestyle that was driving me. And so I say, but why not? Like if you can create a lifestyle where, Like for me, the goal was to only work three days a week and to be able to put my kids on the bus and to be able to have the freedom to take a vacation without like stressing about taking a day off of work. Like that's what I wanted to get to. So why not try? Like what's the worst thing that can happen? You're going to be in the same place that you are now. And so that's sort of the mindset that I went into. And then because I didn't know, I, I know I knew a lot about running businesses, right? I wasn't quite sure sort of like the online space. And so I hired somebody that was an expert and said, like, like me what? And I literally did it because I was like, why would I not do it if somebody else in front of me has been successful? Um, And so I think having like a super clear vision of why you want to do something is really going to drive you um, to follow through with it. No, I really love that. Um, And it's funny that you just are kind of talking about your vision and like how clear that can be, because we just did a training with our team on vision boards and, you know, why, whether you use a board or whether you use audio or whether you use video or whatever, but figuring out why you want that goal. You know, everybody says, or at least a lot of people say, like, you have to have this huge why. And sometimes people just don't have that. But having those few, like, reasons why, I think really does help drive you to the goal, like to achieve it if you want it in the end. Yeah. And I would even say, you know, the why doesn't have to be like at the beginning, it wasn't, I want to leave my corporate job. It's like, I want to be able to put my kids on the bus and get them off without being stressed out. Like it was enough to drive me. And then it sort of grew because I always say act as if like act as if it's already happened. So like, what are things that you can do now to show you that you can have that lifestyle that you want, right? So maybe it's moving meetings to 9am so you can put your kids on the bus. It doesn't mean that you're not going to work, but it means that you're showing yourself that it's possible and then you want to want more. And so you're living sort of the life that you want to before you're ready. 
uh, and then it motivates you to sort of do more of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what was um, one of the biggest challenges that you found as you began this journey and your why started to change and you started to kind of shift and mold into seeing all of the opportunities that you could have building the lifestyle that you want um, or that you wanted because I sometimes find that in the beginning, we're almost like ignorance on fire. Like we want this goal, we're going, we're going. And then as you learn more, sometimes we get into this paralyzed uh, just space where I know so many things now and now I have so many options. Like, so was there anything that was kind of a, that sticks out in your mind that was a challenge for you or your family even that you guys had to, to work through as you went to obtain this for yourself? Yeah, I mean, I think for us, it's always comes down to time, right? Because I was working a full-time job. It was like 40 to 50 hours a week. Um, I only had maybe two hours a day to work on my business. And I mean, I had young kids at the time and I don't want to take away from that either. And so I don't think any like working mom would probably say that, like it always comes down to time. And so when I saw the biggest growth was when I really stopped doing everything. My husband calls it tunnel vision. I always say that I'm an ex workaholic. And so I will get this like tunnel vision where I'm going to be like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to do like a hundred things. I'm just going to get it done. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get it done. And I like forget that other things in life are happening around me. But when I started opening up and being like, you know what, I have this really big deadline this week is like really crazy for me, but next week it's going to be different. And we sort of got like the whole family on board with the vision and the schedule and what was happening and why it was happening, it became so much easier because I wasn't, even though I was the one doing the work, I had the support that I needed because I wasn't like hiding in my office at 10 o'clock at night, like trying to write emails. It was like, Hey, I need to work a little bit later tonight, but tomorrow we're going to do this. Here's why I'm doing it. And just being like open and communicating with what I was doing was I think the first piece, but the second piece is, is once I started doing that, I started seeing growth because it was in alignment with how we were living. Right. And so when other people can see that growth, then they tend to get more on board with what you're doing. Right. When it's just this like pie in the sky idea, they're like, okay, that's great, but I'm not sure. But when they start seeing things happen, like when my husband started seeing like women joining me and money going into our bank account, even though it wasn't enough to retire at the time, it was like, oh, this is actually a thing. Like I could see how this might work. And then we started sharing ideas and really like working together of how to sort of just make it part of our, our lifestyle. No, that's awesome. I think that having support, like even if it's not necessarily, uh, if you don't have the family support like that, but finding support somewhere is really important. Whether you join a community, you join the mentor, uh, some sort of mentor program, you have somebody and you're able to have that community and, or that support, I mean, to be able to then further your vision. So you don't have to always feel so alone in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, what was one of your biggest wins that as this journey progressed for you, that was, that really stood out? Um, you know, I would say the first win was just, when I went into this, I knew that it was for the long term, right? Like, so I think a lot of times people have this like great business idea and it's like really fun at the beginning. And then like a month in, you're like, oh my God, this is actually a lot of work. And then people get burnt out and they quit. And so I decided going in that 
it was going to be a year, a year plus, and we were going to structure in a way where I was not going to burn out. So I only had one to two hours a day, but if I was really consistent, that would add up um, over time. And so I think the biggest win is I went in knowing that I was in this for the long run um, and created habits around making sure that family and personal goals came first, but also that we were communicating what was happening in the business. Um, and that really started early on, um, which allowed me to actually grow faster, even though it kind of goes <laughs> against the grain, um, because everyone was on the same page. And I always say the better you feel, the quicker you're going to get to your goal. And so I wasn't sacrificing like my health or, uh, my corporate job, like everything was planned in a way that was in alignment. Uh, now I won't say there are some weeks that were crazier than others, but for the most part, like it was very much building a super full-time business on a really, really part-time schedule. And we stuck to it. Well, that's awesome. And I think it goes to show too, that the consistency across the board is what matters, right? Like it doesn't matter the amount of time, whether you have a long, like you have, you know, 24 hours a day, or you have two hours a day, but that consistent growth, because people do stop, they do fall off, you know, they find a reason not to continue to ask themselves that question, but why not? Because at the end of the day, uh, you know, if you don't like, what do they say? If they don't, if you don't shoot for the the moon, you, then you can't land among the stars, right? So yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy that you were able to say that piece because I find that so true. And when I read your blog about podcasting, and that was the one thing I noticed that I that you said there as well is you have to show up. Mm-hmm. You have to, you have to be there <laughs> to to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's really, one of my favorite quotes is consistency trumps talent every single time. So it's like the whole like flipping the mindset of like work harder, not smarter. But like, what does that mean? Like for me, it meant I'm not going to spend all day Saturday working 12 hours a day. Instead, I'm going to work like one to two hours a day, Monday through Friday, give myself a day off, give myself a day to plan. And then it just is in way more alignment with how you want to live instead of just like working yourself to death and then being like, I, I can't do anymore. I'm done. Um, so just, it just like aligns better with, I think how most people would prefer their days and their weeks to run. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, that, and that's, you know, as much as like we love doing what we do, you still want to be able to have that time off. And the reason mm-hmm. that I know, like I realized later, but for you especially was, transitioning from corporate to entrepreneurship is that you wanted to create that schedule. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you never gave yourself the time off or those abilities to do that, it kind of be like just transferring yourself from one box to another. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Um, what advice would you give um, to our audience if they want to change their circumstances they want to ask themselves or they have asked themselves the question but why not but they are kind of stuck in this kind of space where they or they're hesitant to do so they haven't done it yet yeah I always one of my other favorite quotes is fear can sit in the back seat of the minivan so I don't think fear ever goes away but you can just embrace it. Like the reason that you're nervous about something is because it's different and your brain is literally programmed to protect you. So it's a normal feeling to be like, yeah, this doesn't feel right because it's different than what you're used to doing. Um, The other question that I ask myself quite a bit is, can I keep going at the pace that I'm currently going? For me, like when I was 
in the thick of my like corporate career, I was like, something has to change. Like, this is not normal. Um, like women are not meant to be doing the things that I was doing for the number of hours that I was doing them. And so like, just slow down and ask the question, like, can you keep going at the rate that you're going? And typically the answer is no. And you very clearly probably already know what needs to change. Like you, you know, um, and so I just think it's thinking through that, like, well, what's, what's going to happen if I don't change or what's going to happen if I don't take, um, the next step. And so that's just one of my favorite questions to really think about is what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I really appreciate your time and this interview and sharing all of that with us. Um, how can our audience find and connect with you if they want to? Yeah. So this is super fun. I love these questions. It's such a different perspective. Um, my favorite tool to share, and it really is in alignment with what I talked about in terms of like designing that like dream schedule and truly how to build a business on a part-time schedule is if you go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash CEO week, it's actually a five day workshop, super easy. It's not hard. Um, and it will teach you all the steps that I took to really figure out how to build a business around our priorities um, of life and what that looks like. Uh, it can work for any business. You can just go to my website and then click on CEO Week. Um, and then, yeah, I'm in the comments connecting with you. You get an email from me um, over a five-day period, and it will give you homework. And it's super, super powerful because it's going to give you a schedule that you're going to be able to use um, for the long term. Awesome. Well, thank you. I know we connected on Instagram, uh, your Facebook, Instagram too, um, or. Yeah, I tend to hang out on Instagram most. It's Holly underscore Marie Haynes. Uh, I wish I share my kids pictures on Facebook, but that's what it is. Right, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got a different platform. Here. I know. I just wanted to make sense. Well, like I said, I really appreciate you. And um, I thanks again. Yeah, thank you so much. What an amazing podcast interview, especially the first interview of the But Why Not podcast. Holly, thank you so much for spending your time with us and sharing your incredible story on how you asked yourself, but why not, and how you were able to then make that dream a reality. In closing, I want to leave you with three affirmations. I dream, I believe, I receive. A beautiful day begins with a beautiful mindset. Visualize your highest self and start showing up as it. I was absolutely sincere when I said reach out. So I am on Facebook and Instagram. Both are Mary Elizabeth Ratten. I am on TikTok underscore M-E Ratten underscore. You can follow me on Twitter or you can send me an email at maryelizabethratten at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Talk soon.